welcome to At the Forefront FinTech Conversations. I'm Michael Kingsley, a Senior Vice President at Forefront Communications. Joining me today are David Choate and Chris Hurley of Capus. Uh, David is the Chief Operating Officer and Chris is Director of Institutional Sales. Thanks for joining us, guys. How are you? Thank you very much. Great. Doing wonderful, Michael. Thanks for having us. Terrific. Well, let's hop right in with a somewhat obvious question, which is what is Capus and what does Capus do? Uh, David, do you want to field that one? Yeah, I'll step in. It's it, at our core, Capus is an institutional brokerage firm. We're an independent firm based out of Dallas, Texas, and we specialize in trade execution and commission management services for both asset owners and asset managers. Terrific. And how long have you guys been doing that? Started back in 1977. 1977. Okay. I, I have some memories of 1977. That's that's Star Wars and, and the spy who loved me for me, for sure. Um, but uh, I want to dig a little bit deeper right off the bat into the unique outsource trading solution that you guys provide, um, because we've heard a lot about outsource trading in recent years, but you have a very specific target audience for that product. Can you tell us who that is and 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 why you're focusing there? Chris, you want to take that? Well, our focus is is primarily the registered investment advisor, uh, and that can come in a lot of different flavors. It could be, you know, a, a larger, uh, uh, you know, twenty, thirty billion dollar institution, or it could be a smaller wealth manager. Both are registered investment advisors. Both have a need for you know trading excellence and and uh, trading quality. Um, and as we'll discuss a little further here, you know, there's a lot of different reasons as to why an RIA might consider uh, the pros and cons of outsourcing uh, trading. That is, um, you know, many of them have already gone down the road of outsourcing uh, <clears throat> compliance services. Some have uh, gone as far as to um, outsource their middle and back office um, for, you know, Tra trading and, and other things. And now we're finding more and more of them are, are debating whether or not to uh, take the next step, which would be outsourcing their trading function. And, wh and why specifically RIAs? You know, I think if you look, if you do a Google search on uh, looking for media coverage of outsourced trading, I think you would find it primarily uh, for hedge funds and either smaller managers or, uh, you know, folk folks who, who might not have that capability that sort of thing, but particularly hedge funds. Why are you guys targeting RIAs? Well, um, I think that's because that's been our core client for most of our existence. Um, we have many managers that are clients that may also have a hedge fund, which is essentially a, a partnership type structure for investments um, where the investors in the fund are limited partners. Um, but, um, uh, you know, we, we, and it's not that we don't want to work with hedge funds. Uh, I just think that the genesis of outsource trading with hedge funds came out of, uh, you know, a startup type situation where, uh, they look to their prime brokerage firm to provide those services for them. Uh, and that sort of evolved into, uh, firms, like Greenwich Prime, uh, who came, who who worked with many different hedge uh, hedge funds and prime brokers to provide those services, and and outsource trading has sort of evolved from there. Would you agree with that, Dave? Yeah, let me add one thing. It's it's 
it is a natural extension of what we've always done, right? Mm -hmm. Outsource trading. We have so many clients that have traded almost exclusively with Capus since the beginning. And when we heard the first terms outsource trading, we thought, well, we've got all kinds of clients. Um, we, we, we began to understand it from a broader perspective and it is, and it starts with commission management, which is what Capus has done since 1977. You know, the ability to pay for a third party research, the ability to, to handle a CSA, and those really kind of that term began about 2005 or so the ability mm -hmm. to understand and handle broker vote for a money manager. Now we're getting into real outsource trading functions, uh, but they're a natural extension of what our clients need. Our mm -hmm. clients have been those midsize uh, RIAs. And, right. uh, and as they look to outsource more functions, including sometimes compliance, back office, IT, they want to maintain, you want to maintain portfolio management, maybe a couple analysts, a, uh, a marketing function. And if they can find a broker that they truly trust, right. then outsourcing trading makes a lot of sense. And uh, so it's a natural extension of what we've, uh, our current client base and, uh, and, and the relationships that we've built all these years. So what are the top challenges then that your clients are facing today in 2023? Is it fragmented liquidity? Is it they're no longer able to face the number of brokers, the same number of counterparties they would want to have? What what specific problems today are you helping them solve? It can be a number of different ones. I mean, well, first, when it comes to outsource trading, you know, Dave and I feel like we're our goal is not to sell anybody on the on the concept. You know, our goal is to understand what they need and facilitate discussing what the options are and, and debate whether change is necessary. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to consider maybe making a slight change or a wholesale change or maintaining the status quo. What's, what's right for one manager may not be right for another. So mm -hmm. our goal is to help understand that, what their needs are and um, consult with them. You know, maybe we can help them. Maybe, maybe we can't. Uh, we just want to be part of the conversation and be honored to help. Um, I, as far as challenges they're facing, uh, there can be a number of them. Uh, they could, it could be a, a employee attrition mm -hmm. where they, they had a, a senior trader want to retire. Um, it could be a, uh, a, a trader moved to a different state during COVID and uh, now doesn't want to return to mm -hmm. uh, the rat race of, of uh, New York city. Uh, it could be a loss of assets uh, that has put pressure on margins and, and, and uh, unfortunately, you know, cost control uh, may, the, those guns may swing around on the trading mm -hmm. desk. Um, so there's a lot of different, reasons as to why this might be considered and our goal is to you know help them walk through those um and what outsourcing might look like really depends on what that manager looks like for instance you know how how much AUM do they have how many mm -hmm. strategies do they run um are there liquidity restraints on some of those strategies um could it be that they added, for instance, a global product and now need to be able to trade in uh, foreign markets overnight? Mm. They just don't have the resources to do that. 
Um, could it uh, be, um, uh, uh, you know, their tech stack, for instance, mm-hmm. say they've stuck with the same order management system and accounting system um, for years and years, mm-hmm. and it's outdated and it's hamstringing their growth. Uh, we, you know, we're agnostic to that, to, to who they're using, but if we're called upon, we can help them, you know, upgrade their technology and make outsourcing fit what their, what their business looks like. Um, you know, and finally, what does their distribution channels look like? Do they have, did they use the, uh, broker sponsored SMA wrap platforms? to grow uh, their assets under management so that they can be considered for larger single or, or separate account type uh, 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 opportunities from consultants. Um, the, the SMA wrap business presents mm-hmm. a lot of burden uh, from a trading standpoint because the SEC requires that you be fair to your clients and their default remedy for fairness is to use what's called a rotation where your biggest best client can't go first in the rotation every time you have to change it weekly monthly whatever Mm -hmm. uh, as long as you have a systematic method of doing it and so that can create a lot of um, uh, demands Mm -hmm. on a trading desk especially if you're put in a situation where um, you don't have the the manpower or the staff to, to do it anymore or you feel like you can't grow that channel anymore because of the operational burden that goes with it. Chris, so I'll, I'll add one yeah. one more item to that list, and that would be business continuity. Yes. Right? You know, the the idea that what am I going to do if if my head trader's out? Um, how can I how can I be supported? And mm-hmm. uh, and and adding an outsourced desk can solve that problem very quickly. Right. And a lot of our clients tell us that as they grow and they they are visited say by a uh, a pool of assets that sub-advises their strategies that's mm-hmm. one of the questions they ask what is your contingency planning what if a key man who happens to be your your head trader of 25 years what happens if he gets um you know he's unable to work he gets right. hit by a bus as as we say in in wall street or yeah um what what happens and so them having some answer to that yeah. makes a lot of sense and and sometimes in order to really have a good answer to that you have to upgrade your technology and, mm-hmm. and take other things into consideration but yeah that's a that's a big one uh, any any manager who wants to go elephant hunting needs to have that answer ready and uh and convincing fair enough no it's a it's a comprehensive list uh when i asked the question i wasn't sure uh how many how many uh items we would get as the answer and you guys really went down it really is a comprehensive solution but i want to take take it back because you gave such a long list there to something you said before which is about how you view your relationship as a partnership with everybody and you're you're helping out your clients but i imagine you get people who are not familiar with either outsourcing their trading or their other functions who are concerned that they're giving away control by working with you. Mm-hmm. When in fact, not only do you customize the solution, but it's it's a partnership where you're taking on some of the responsibilities, but always responding to them. Can you talk about that for a moment? Yeah, because portfolio managers kind of go on two ends of the spectrum. 
you have ones that are very, very involved in the trading process. And they may change their mind several times throughout a trading day in terms of where they want, where they feel comfortable buying or selling a name and where they don't. And so therefore we have to be very responsive to them and understand that that's the type of portfolio manager that we're dealing with. And uh, some of them want lots of color, granular color. What are you hearing? All that good stuff. Uh, and others may say, no, just send me a recap at the end of the day and don't call me until the trade's done. So those are the two mm -hmm. ends of the spectrum. You just have to be prepared to deal with the, uh, the more hands-on portfolio manager so that they feel like they are in control. And COVID sort of helped because, um, you know, you went from as the active portfolio mm -hmm. manager, the involved portfolio manager, your trader was 10 feet away or down the hall. You could walk down there. And then we Bloomberg IV chat came along. And so people became more comfortable with, with electronic messaging and COVID came along and, you know, this, this guy may be 50 miles away from you, but as long as you can hit him on a chat or on teams, you felt like, or, or hit a button and you can see his face on a screen you know, you, you, we provide that same level mm -hmm. of electronic um, handholding, if you will. Um, we just have to read our clients, know what they want, and then give it to them. Yeah, it's great. Michael, to I think I think it comes back to to, to trust, right? Mm. It's it's hard, and I understand this. If I'm running money, it's hard to just trust brokers, right? <laughs> I mean, there's been yeah. plenty of stuff in the news over right. the years that 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 don't look really good. And if anybody watched any movie. <laughs> about wall street you couldn't come away just smiling right. saying i i want to hand over the keys to my castle um True. you know and and this this also speaks to why this is this fits for us and our client base because we've we've had 45 years of building right. this kind of trust um we don't have internal prop books we don't have frankly we don't have much of a a a client base of hedge funds and if they are kind of predatory in that they would move on on order flow we don't want them right. our clients need to be able to trust that we're going to handle the order in the way that they would handle it we need to be an extension of them if you don't trust us you're not gonna you can't do this mm -hmm. um and uh, and and that's that's a challenge um but uh, but i can't imagine Another yeah. firm in this industry that uh, that that has a, a a better history than us in that oh. regard. So so it 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 fits, but it is you're right. It's hard to give away that control, and mm -hmm. uh, and we want them to feel like they're not giving away anything. Uh, they're right. maintaining all of that control. Uh, they're just uh, they're just utilizing people that uh, that that they've known and and can trust. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. And and I think that's really about as complete a snapshot as we could get of where things are right now and how you got to this point. Uh, to wrap up, I want to talk a little bit about what's next for Capus. Can you give us a little insight into upcoming plans, product roadmap, that sort of thing? What's next for you guys? Well, I think it's, I think it's crystal clear. Uh, I think we have to continue to listen to our clients we have to continue to build out products and services that uh, that that meet their needs, especially in the in the commission management field. Uh, that that includes outsourced trading. Um, it's it's 
what the industry, what the clients are asking for today. We will continue to listen. We will continue to build out trading functions, uh, look for the best venues. Something's going to change in the next couple of years. It won't be the same, right? Mm -hmm. So, so our path is, is clear. Continue to do what we've been doing with our client base. We're not searching out a brand new customer base. We mm -hmm. are institutional. We're not going retail. We are going to handle and, and support the, uh, the institutional asset owners and asset managers uh, for the, the next decade. <laughs> Plus, I, uh, I, the next 45 years, I assume. I won't sounds, be here. Sounds good. That's fantastic. Chris, did you have anything to add to that? No, I think Dave summed it up pretty well. Um, you know, uh, outsourced trading is going to continue to evolve. You know, mm -hmm. there, uh, and and you know, the most important thing for us is that you know our our trading partners, whether it's a buy side trader uh, who is uh, doing his own trading, whether it's uh, a supplemental type arrangement where uh, they need us to send trades on their behalf to other brokers, not, not Capus, uh, or whether it's a full outsourcing type of engagement, you know, that, that, uh, we have to have our fingers on the, on the pulse of, uh, and, and as Dave said, listen to our clients and just be prepared to change because that's really the only constant that, uh, Dave and I have experienced in our, in our time here, that things, things will not stay the same. They're going to change. And, and we feel like we're, uh, we're uniquely prepared for that and well positioned for it. That's great. Thank you. What a great note to, to end on. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, David and Chris, both thank you for your time today. If you want to learn more about Capus, uh, this is for the people listening and watching. You guys know all about Capus. Uh, if you want to learn more about Capus, you can visit their website at capus.com. That's C-A-P-I-S.com. If you'd like to learn more about Forefront, you can visit us at forefrontcoms. That's C-O-M-M-S.com. Uh, thank you again, Dave and Chris, and thank you so much to all of you for watching and listening.